Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hello there, and you're all very welcome to this special best of the Tommy Hector and Larita episode. And we've selected some magic moments for you to relive. We hope you enjoy it. How was the you were last time we were talking to you about it down to the mines, the coal mine? Yes, and we went to a coal mine in Katowice, the second largest coal mine in Europe, where and they make the black diamond. Did you go down, down, down? No, they wouldn't let us down in the end, so sort of oh. fell through. And oh, then the guy, <laughs> sort of fell through. Did you did you just go to the gift shop? <laughs> He just bought a pen made from coal. Yeah, <laughs> brought, brought back a five kilo bag for the wife. Did you check it in with the Ryanair flight? Five kilo bag of Polish. Five kilo bag of black diamonds. Um, when we got there. It kind of fell through. <laughs> That's brilliant. That kind of fell through. What do you mean? How could it fall it through? Fell like? through. <laughs> What was the oh, issue? Yeah, so here it is, right? It's What a massage. Dad, Dad is bringing the kids to fucking Euro Disney. <laughs> he thought he has it all organised. <laughs> he comes back from the fucking desk. Uh, it, kind of, it kind of fell through. <laughs> not today, kids. What kind of fell We're not going to Euro Disney. How could that fall through like? What was the, what was the technical issues there? When you're organising stories from one end of the world to the other, everything seems better sometimes on paper. And when we got there... We had to go into this HR office, human resources office. I just wanted to be met by a miner who puts a fucking boot on. a light on his head. And he says, come on. And so we had to go in and shake hands. Nobody spoke any English. Sitting around the table and no English at all. And I'm looking at him and going, and he knows my what the fuck is happening here, right? Because this is shit. And he's there. Hello, everyone. Hello. He's trying to make it really exciting, yeah. Right, and then and then everyone goes. Where is the Where is the person who speaks English? And they're just sitting there. I'm giving it yakshamash and all that, but that's about. And then they're like, "Did you ever fuck fi- off?" Finally, we had to. Finally, the miner came in in a brilliant orange jumpsuit and the big helmet on him and the big boots and he looked like a miner and he didn't speak a word of English and he just sat in and, the, and he just... Did smiled. anybody know what the beating was about? <laughs> <laughs> and you're just sitting there. We've come all the way to, we came all the way from Ireland just to sit there. And uh, we were there going, yes, okay, now, okay. Yakshimash. What, what are we, where are, are we, re-? and there was no English, so we all moved down to an area to get dressed. <laughs> Take off our boots and put on boots and put on a hat and all this crack. And then it started lashing rain and it was a wind chill factor, fucking minus five. And the mine is just cold. And then we all hopped into a little van and we went to this massive mountain of coal. It was like the size of fucking 50 houses and it was black diamond and it was lashing and it was grey. And we just stood there for about an hour. And then we were trying to go, what are we doing? <laughs> this is shit, this is shit. And I said, is there anyone who speaks English? And nobody understood me. <laughs> And then I had to say, we can't film because I can't talk to you. So then what we tried to do was a four-way translation between oh, no. me... A girl, the, a girl came down from the office who spoke a bit of English then she translated it to the miner and then I translated it back to me so I'm there going can you tell me about the size of the mine 
Čiaro turdušnu mama, ne man go Like, did you find it, were there there always chunky books or were they always... uh... Well, there was a a very big mixture of books. All kinds of shit. Were you auditioning for... uh, (laughs) I was auditioning, yes. Who wants to write a blues? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. It was was an interesting experiment, I have to say. uh, You you didn't have a particular type. You didn't notice. I know a woman now... I probably did have a type. Like, I probably, because my circle of, of my... Environment was kind of Gaelic football and stuff. It was generally that kind of fit genre. So of country, <laughs> fit young fella. Yeah. Uh, and because he's fit, lively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of all uh, those tall, dark, tall, dark, tall, dark, and a- GAA. any any type of GA. And was GA stipulation? No, but it was just the people that I hung around with that I knew. Oh yeah, yeah. So kind of tidy enough, like short hair and yeah, but uh, no, I- no hippies. No, I never did. Did you ever ride a hippie, as my mother said to me? I never did. Did you? (laughs) What? Did you? Did I ever get going with it? No, I didn't. But I did. did I ever ride a hippie? No, but I did have a dalliance with a supermodel from Amsterdam. But we might save that for no. Us. <laughs> Let's talk about it now. We might save that for another. But if episode. you look at if you look at if you if, if you, if you look save at that the, for the day. The GA players of now have their choice of the parish. They all look like fucking accountants. The GA yeah, players are all no, clean they don't. cut. No, the they fucking, all wear skinny. No, no. St- skinny yeah, jeans, skinny. They're well. Done. They all look like they're going to fucking Athlone IT Larita, studying yeah. fucking business. If the Mayo, or, if, or if some of the Mayo boys walked into a pub in Castle. They, 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 they have the pick of, they have the pick of the parish. And they're all There's no Kieran McDonald's anymore. There's no kind of there's no wild Apache. There's no. t- there, now there's a tomahawk. You know what I mean? There's no they're all they're all, they com- all look the same. They're now. all coming from the GAA factory. But they didn't look the same, like they were all sort of different. What they were. Do you the bomber listing? Yeah. Eight foot tall, covered Tommy in hair. Tommy Dowd was no rock star, <laughs> but he was a Gaelic footballer. You know what yeah. I mean? But sure, proper books. Sure, people were attracted to them too, but um, they're not. Colin O'Rourke, nine foot tall. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then you had Bernard Flynn about two foot two. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Real men. Yeah, but Bernard was uh, Bernard had it all going on. He was he Bernard was, liked the, the bit of the tan and everything. He was everything. as cool as a breeze, wasn't he? Yeah. He still is. But um, I, they were different like 15, 20 years ago. Gaelic footballers were different. Now they're just all the same. Yes, they are they all, all the same. They all wear the same clothes. Same haircut. Same haircut. Same clean cut look, look on them. Except some of the, I think they look so, good. Some of the Tyrone boys now, in fairness, the Tyrone boys do come down from the hills looking, look looking like real cowboys. Yeah. Moustaches and sideburns. Yeah. But pure, the, thing, pure, the, tats. Yeah. The, the thing with the Tyrone boys is you can see them on a Saturday night they're the boot cut jeans and the brown slip ons and all that. Going to Mike Denbach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the, in the yeah. silver birch, you know. Mickey McMahon, Mickey McBurn, McBurn. Yeah, they yeah. do look good on the pitch, but at the weekend they might put on the Timberlands. The Timberlands uh, and the and the. And the white. Did you have a type, Hector? Yeah, did you? Have a, a type? woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like I, I like that raggle, daggle, 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 gypsy. Oh, what oh, 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 a they ride and bowly oh, and one sang high and the other sang low, and they both sang a raggle, daggle, gypsy oh. Oh, she took me and then she said, "How you do?" So, how did you approach? She wrote me I. <laughs> what you, you like now is a young with a tin whistle and a. I went through phases. <laughs> I suppose it's the phases you go through. I, I suppose. Yes. Look, at, I was there was a time when I was in. I had a big copper old earring. Big and, cock, that he said. I thought he said too. I had a big. Old, I think he was going I, for it, and he changed. His the mind. hair was long, and I had a big pair of dungarees. And big, big old cock. <laughs> <laughs> If people were up front by going, I should know the time, but I had a big old cock and I was going round with it now like a lady. You wouldn't see it in Coolmore. Imagine in a conversation, you just come out going, there was a time I went through a phase when I was using me big old cock. But it'd be great to see presidents talking like that to one another. Do you know, like one another, like, yeah. like Michael Dean, the, the president of Zambia is here, and Michael Turner, I hear you have a massive laugh. <laughs> And Vladimir Putin going, have I ever seen it? Have you ever seen my lad? Small, stumpy, very powerful. A horseback riding. But, uh, Looks like me, Ed. You would never see halfway through the bath, just a Pope, just fucking scratching his nodger. Would you love to see that? Just Taking it out just, and blessing everyone with this. Or just a nun at Fatima, just leaning over on one cheek of her arse, just to let the wind out. <laughs> 
Oh. We, have re- we have repressed the physical to our detriment. Jacob yes, Reeves, mom. Yes, yes. My, yeah. Uh, look, there was a time when I liked... I liked, I was a bit of that. I was in the hothouse flowers. It was a raggle taggle. It was, I was wearing them old sort of Galway, West of Ireland hippie gear. And I was, I was into the raggle taggle gypsy. Did you have one of them? I don't know what they're called. I had a few of them. They're kind of like smocks. Yeah, they were sort of. They, but they have a hood. Uh, and they and had a sort of a design. Yes, and then a pocket. Yes, Tommy. Oh, everyone had like hippie things. Yes. yes. Yeah, everyone had to have one of them around Galway. And I was just, I had. And Jesus sandals as well. Had you them? Yeah. Mm. There was a band called the Joe Boxers. I had one of them big fluffy, big old hats. And. I have a picture of the band and go around the time remember the big geraniums. The big yeah, it's classic. The big geraniums were like a English uh ex-slim hippie version of the hothouse flowers. <laughs> they were fucking <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> There's one lad he, he played the dog. <laughs> Squeezing him under his hair. <laughs> he played the greyhound. Oh my god. There was a time where you get a grant for the greyhound in Goa. You could get a, a, a you could to buy get, the no, an actual could, dog. off the dole. No, on the dole. That was the big get, thing. In the dole, you got your butter voucher and you got your allowance for the greyhound. You always get the hard shaws uh, around the west. You think I'm voting for Michael D. Higgins? You can't fuck off. He's the one that put through the grant for the fucking hippies and their dogs. <laughs> I swear to fuck if you have a dog and no leading and the fucking you apply the dole, you get a piece of string and the government fucking paying for it. You can't fuck off. <laughs> That was the phase I went through. I was I was in the bit. So we all go through phases. I was a mod. I was a ska, and then I was a raggle taggle. I was the west, the west of you Ireland. And your big Motown phase. <laughs> what phase were you a mod, Tommy? Were you I wasn't a mod? a mod. I was a status quo rocker. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you like. <laughs> were you never? Were you, I was a new romantic. Were you never? Oh, new? we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. new romantic. And when we were into big country, what were we? We Where were. We were kind of. Celtic Celtic rockers Celtic spirit rockers uh, and Jeez, then obviously I went heavily into the goth when I started singing goth oh the mascara like, oh, well I didn't oh, do the mascara right and transvestites the whole thing you just went mad black, uh, black nail varnish I went eyeliner into, when I was lead singer Vida Pizek I was a goth so I went through many phases I don't know what phase I'm Did in now what phase, well? what phase are we in now you're in your Robbie Savage phase <laughs> <laughs> The Robbie Savage, the Robbie Savage. What's You're in your punditry and crack phase. Yeah, what's the phase? Of, tell me the phases you went through because I was very. So um, the music I was listening at the time determined what the type of clothes I was we were wearing as we grow older. Paisley yes. shirts, Doc Martens, The Mission, All About Eve. Oh yeah, The Cure, The Smiths. The music we listened to defined what we wore as we were teenagers and going yeah, but through. the music of the nineties wasn't that influential, was it? Not like it was in the eighties. Had you any phases? No, I just used to wear... Um, Minis? Miniskirts? Yeah, we used to wear miniskirts and then we wore... Um, Spice girls would have been a big influence on yeah. you. Oh yeah, actually they were. So we had the, the really wide jeans. Happy Mondays would have been an influence on you? No. The, no. All that, that Manchester madness? No. No? no? Not really. Cram- well Cranberries? Not, not over in the west of Ireland. Um, no, not really. Not to Martins? To, Any of that? No, I never had the Doc Martens. We had the wide jeans, the runners, the... The, the body warmers, the oh, yeah. it was all. I don't know. We never got. You'd never get dressed up or put makeup on going to a disco. You would have been GAA spice. <laughs> I would have the been GAA, sporty spice. The, the GAA was spice. influencing you. Tell me what phases did you go through? And just well, like I, the would started, I, I would have started off with mistake. Well, to be honest, truthfully, which is I would have started off with my Christaberg phase. <laughs> oh yeah, so tell there's us a about Spanish that. train that runs between Guadalcanal and Old Seville <laughs> and the dead of night. <laughs> you can hear. You can hear it still. It's about the devil playing a game of cards on a train in Spain. Right. It's oh, fucking unbelievable. The tension is unbelievable. unbelievable. Even if you've heard the song 300 times, it's, it's the tension is. Um, and then Patricia the Stripper. Oh yeah, I loved that one too. Now. So how did you... So I went to that phase and then I got into status quo. How do you think that phase affected you? It didn't, because I, I, I wasn't buying my own clothes back then. Okay, For right. For I was only like 10 or 11. Right. But I was into the storytelling. Yes. Then I got into status quo yes. and I the only way that affected me was I had a denim jacket with a status quo patch on it. Uh, and then I went into me uh, Flock of Seagulls face. <laughs> uh, that didn't really affect what I was wearing, do, do but it affected the phone bill in the house. Because we had a landline <laughs> and I'd phone up Radio Carousel. Can you pay telecommunication by a Flock of Seagulls? <laughs> radio Carousel. Telecom. Radio Carousel was the radio station that came live from the centre of the shop. It was in the shop. Lorita, will I blow your mind? This is forward Will I blow your mind? Yeah. The radio station was still on when the shopping centre was closed. There. That's fucking sure. commitment. That radio carousel. They locked themselves in there. So if anybody, yeah, so if anybody would like to hear a blast of the 1980s, just uh, uh, go to whatever music platform you like and do I ran, not the country. And I ran. Uh, I ran and, and Iraq. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I just don't want to go with Tommy. 
I ran so far away. I couldn't get away. So there were now Flock Seagulls phase. Now, if you remember the guy, the Flock Seagulls, he had the most tremendously individual hairstyle. There was nothing seen like Atelier Man from the Prodigy. He had, he had. Joe people have a Mohican down the middle, yes. but he had a Mohican at the two Mohicans at the side. Right. So you had two kind of shafts of fucking uh, what do you call the what do you call the big lizards that are alive. What do you call the big lizards that are alive on the beach? Oh, uh, the, iguanas. It, no, they're massive. They're komodos. Oh, oh, komodos. <laughs> <laughs> you had two big komodo things at either side of his head, and a bit coming down the middle Class. that just went off into a. Cow's Did you leg. ever get the? the my hair wouldn't. In? My hair wouldn't have responded to that kind of treatment, <laughs> and it would be very hard to go into. Uh, what, what was it? Was wasn't uh, Cal's? What was the, the the not the butchers? What was the barbers in Navin at the top of Flower Hill? Oh. And he's gone over to Nat. Barry's, Barry's. No, it wasn't. No, no, it was Cahill. Down past the Valley Cafe. Yeah, Cahill's. Cahill's. Cahill's, yeah. It was a Cahill's. No, it wasn't Cahill's. What was it? What's the name? He's still there. He's still there. Richie. Richie something. Not Cahill, is it? Oh, wait. I'll stay with me. Stay with me. (laughs) Come back to us. Come back to us, Hector. Is it Richie Cahill? And he he was bald as the coot himself. Richie Barry, is it not? Richie Barry. No, you're thinking of the dancers. No. Who was the fella that was the, the hairdresser? Casey. Casey, Richie is the Casey. I knew he's close. I was fucking close with the cat. <laughs> so Richie was the barber. Richie, no, well, no, is it Richie Casey? Richie Casey. Richie, Richie Casey. Casey. And he was bald as a coot in him hairdresser. <laughs> it's like seeing a fella with no legs selling shoes. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> what would you do? You went into a shop full of no legs. <laughs> these are very, and he said these are very comfortable. Oh, I need a pair of bronze. And he puts them on his hands and he gets to be walking with them across the desk. Oh, and he Can I sell you a pair of socks as well? And he puts a pair of fucking socks up, <laughs> up his fucking elbow. And he goes, yeah. and he goes yeah. Have you ever seen the Crocs? <laughs> But he's these crocs. He puts on a pair of crocs and fucking clapping. Look at that. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. You worked in a jewellers. Yes. What, what would be the best way to rob a jewellers? Oh, Jesus. I, I was in the shop one day on my own and there was this fella. Would I, would I need a gun? Uh, you need a mask. I'd say... I'd say jewellers probably one of the hardest places to rob no, because there's, there's, there's panic it's buttons everywhere. Where are the panic buttons? Well, I can't tell you that. There, then. There's only there's one panic way to rob buttons a jeweler's everywhere. Tommy, that's walking in with a sledgehammer. Uh, okay. You'd need to, you couldn't if rob I, it at night. Okay. There'd be no point in robbing a jeweler's no, shop I'd at night. i a broad daylight. You'd have to go in when, there's, when it's there because all the jewels are hidden away at night, all the expensive yeah. stuff. What do you mean they're fucking hidden? They're hidden away in the shop. No, they're put into a big safe. Yeah, yeah, with a special yeah. number in it. No, with a big mass, yeah, like a big head, like one you'd click, see click, in click. a big bank. I get, I get the lads who took the fucking the cash machines out of the wall up in Gavin. <laughs> with the JC. <laughs> yeah. There was an awful you space. You have to drive it straight through that the shop. They use it. There was a space of the robber cash machine robberies. Yeah. Just go in and dig it out. Isn't uh, that genius? Isn't fella driving three miles an hour in the getaway car with my, name, the road. my name is John Mannion. I've been working with JCBs for 37 years. I'd say your best time to, to do it would be during the day. During the day. Now, if I didn't have a gun, say I just brought in a, a woman's head. <laughs> <laughs> just press the panic button and wait for the guards. Tommy, you walk in with a, with a hammer and you sledge the... Oh, fuck's sake, a hammer. And, and you just sledge the thing and then you pilfer and then you put loads into a yeah, bag but and I then d- you run. I d- and then somebody up the street goes, well, Tommy, how are you? I don't, I'd end up with glass that I thought was diamonds. Yeah, you would, yeah. Um, so the, the panic button, can I just ask you, uh, when you go into a jeweller's with a hammer, right, uh, and the person behind the counter presses the panic button, what what does the panic button do? It, it calls the guards. It calls the guards? Yeah. Straight to the guard station. And, but, and do the guards know that when this phone number comes up, the jeweler shop has been robbed. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> there used to be or, 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 so they're or, or, down low. Sometimes kids would press them. You know, if they were walking okay. around with, with their parents at the shop, the guards would come down about a half an hour later. Is everything all right here? Uh, yeah. It so is, you have a half an hour before the <laughs> rapid response unit hits arrives. The place. Yeah. Um, I was in the shop one day on my own, and this fella was like walking up and down the street, the opposite side, and he kept walking. He was casing the joint. That's a technical term, Rita. Yes. Thanks, Detective Hector. <laughs> and uh, he, he, Dector. Dector. Yeah, male Caucasian, 41. He came in anyway, eventually walked across the street, started looking in the window. I was kind of like, this fella fucking 
is he with someone else or yeah. and then I real soon realised he was just a bit mental Ashtag. and he came into the shop and he went what time is it and I said it's ten to three and uh, he just ran out of the shop again so okay. he's obviously mental would but. you get like it, it would have to be worth your while to rob a jewellers like could you would you you'd have to know what you're looking for because yeah, you, you could you could end up getting a load of Shite. Yeah. Could you in a normal jeweler, normal town jewelers, would you would there be half a million worth of stuff that in a sh- in this place that? Uh, Not really. Hundred, two hundred thousand. Yeah, there. Yeah. Are, there would be. Yeah. A quarter of a million. Yeah, depending, and they could have diamonds. It depends on the cabinet. The you could hit the right cabinet if you want to attack the right. You want the engagement ring and the wedding rings, isn't that what we're looking for? The well, diamonds and the nice foppy. And what the we nice need to do is we need to do uh, a PowerPoint presentation on which cabinet and what kind of watches, depending yes. on the watches. Strike it with a hammer. What would Straight you be looking in. for if you went in? I just want adrenaline. That's all. Adrenaline, so, right? Yeah. So I'll ask you then. If you go in and you say you, you get get some stuff and you've robbed the shop, the next the hardest part for a criminal is the next hour. What's your <laughs> where would you where would your what's hiding your, place? What's your plan for the next hour as you exit the shop in broad daylight in the main street in Ballina? I well, first of all I'd I'd run out of the shop. Are, are, are you the, Tommy Tiernan or are you dressed up as somebody else? I'm dressed like Derek Ryan. I've a Derek Ryan. They're the country singer. I've a Derek Ryan mask on me. <laughs> okay. So what's the next step then, Tommy? What's your getaway? Well, I see. I I want would you to go on foot or by car. I want to confuse everybody. So instead of a hammer, I'd go in with a dead cat. Right. In a bag? Go, yeah, no, d- in me fist. Right. And I put the dead cat on the counter. And then I take the hammer. No, the cat is dead, Hector. The cat is dead. And people would just go, what the... F-? And then I'd take out the hammer. And I'd, uh, I'd... I would need help or advice. So I'd have to ask the lady behind the counter, which stuff should I steal? Right. And she'd... Would you tell me? If your life was in danger... I'd give you the shitty stuff. Would you really? Yeah. You'd be that brave. Yeah, you'd sure. No, you wouldn't obviously you'd know. You send them off to the Casio camp. You wouldn't go if you if, if you were asking. You would. I'd be on the room with those old digital watches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were asking, you wouldn't know what you're looking for, so you'd give There's them the no, bad stuff. So go on. So then I'd I'd I'd, I'd say no. I I'd somehow it. come up with a bag of stuff. Would you say stick them up? It's a robbery. What? Stick it up. Stick them up. It's a stick, robbery. Stick it up. I'd say brought the kettle. I'm robbing this place. <laughs> Alright, everyone stay quiet I'm robbing this okay. Go, I, Let's go Shh, say nothing And then I'd take all the stuff But I'd burst out with, with my bag full of jewels And I'd just go I'd shout I'd go Living the life Living the life Derek Ryan is living the life And then, and then You'd have an accordion on your back And you start playing a tune I'd go busking You'd go busking <laughs> Live tonight in the Mount Falcon. Derek Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Did anyone see a suspicious man dressed like Derek Ryan? And then people <laughs> no, but I saw a busker walking. <laughs> busker. You'd never be caught. And you'd never be caught. Tommy, if you, you, should, you hang on. If you robbed a jeweler shop in a Derek Ryan mask <laughs> and then went outside, and took it off, I started, bu- I started busking. The, the guards would never think that you just. Stayed, stayed Here we the go shop. again today. They have all the roads closed. It's <laughs> a Derek Ryan song. What's a Derek Ryan song? Heaven the bop and the diddy diddy. Heaven the bop and me ringing the bop and the diddy diddy bop. The rapid response out of all the CSI tape around the shop. The whole and across, town goes 50 down. yards across the street is a guy. You can love me like you want. You can love me twice tomorrow. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> The next time we got fucking Opry LaDaniel, I'd be draped in fucking juice. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek Ryan. He's like fucking Tupac. 20 watches and rings like, and everything. I'm like fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Did somebody say, stop the world and let me off? You'd have a new song out about watches. <laughs> and the cops would be all outside going, I fucking love Derek Ryan. I fucking, he's playing tonight, he is. He's playing. Don't forget, if you do like what you hear or if you want to check out what we do on a Monday on our special members podcast, you can go to thlpod.com and you can sign up there to become a member. Here's a quick taste of what to expect from our ACAS Plus members only episode. It's out every Monday. I've always wondered why they call whiskey here. Now, the two words for whiskey, isn't there, Hector Oskailge? There's fushke mm-hmm. and there's ishke baha. And ishke baha translates as the water of life. And I was thinking, why would you call whiskey the water of life? Like, it doesn't make a fierce amount of sense. And it only fucking hit me when I started drinking it in the morning. That's... <laughs>
I started it's taking a drop in the day. coffee. I started, I'd be first, I'd have a cup of coffee at nine o'clock and I would just have a little fucking, I'd have a little dollop in. And I just felt fucking nice and warm and buzzed up till about half eleven. And it was great. <laughs> So that's uh, the water. Of so the I had day. that. I had that on the island, and I had uh, beautiful morning pints, and um, uh, it was wonderful. And the, the fucking the fresh air there was great. So that was my few days. Hector, you've had an entirely different type of adventure. <laughs> Would you like to share it with us? <laughs> Seven days into it, uh, you're welcome to the clinic here, uh, the asylum. It's not. I don't it, look at. We're seven days into Omnicrom. Last Tuesday, the Tuesday after Christmas, the Monday after Christmas, there was a few dry coughs and a few spots <coughs> and a few like, and, and then a few, what's that? I don't know. What's that? No. So Tuesday morning, the antigen test came out and it was like a sick bay in the kitchen. They were queuing up. And of course, I was Mr. Covasal. And I was, I said, I've been doing, I've been doing this. I've been doing this for a year and a half, you know. So I said, oh, by God, there's nothing nicer as a father than jamming that joke as far as you can into the teenage cranium skull of your your son because you can't even get him to put on a jacket but he, I had him there now and I said Sit, start breathing start. and I, I I nearly broke it on the back of his nose once or twice the older fella really said oh, you're going too far you're going too far I said breathe breathe so everyone tested positive last Tuesday it's a week today so the, every test positive is uh, your missus and the two gossens. Yes, everybody in the house except daddy. So therefore, yes. daddy, I called all the party political, I, pu- I called all the parties to the kitchen table and we made a cross-border decision and we all a cross-party decision between the teenagers and the responsible parents in the house to evacuate the downstairs area. And we said, everybody, let's move to a safe area in sector four which is upstairs so for seven days and seven you're months, mad for fucking plans what do you mean yeah. you, you abandoned downstairs <laughs> and the walkie-talkies the whole family moved upstairs and i have been communicating with them with the walkie-talkie for seven days and seven nights over yeah this is what's what's the story and so they, they ring through they ring down on the walkie-talkie they are not allowed Dipna sits on the top of the stairs like she's in the landing in some state penitentiary. And I say, get back up that stairs. Get, stay up there. The two boys are walking along the landing like they're inmates in Wormwood Scrubs. They're, they're, looking, down, they're looking down going, Dad, Dad, any chance of a coke? And I say, get back up off that landing. Who, who, who told you you can get out of that room? Get into your room. So... I've begun up and down the stairs with masks. Uh, the novelty wore off after about day two when food was coming up. Do you want, do you want sweet chilli sauce? Which I do you want your Bundy toasted? Do you want this? So then I said, all communication has to happen on channel one on the walkie-talkie. So when they want something, they walkie-talkie it down. Uh, I brought the TV, uh, an extra TV uh, screen into Rian's room. I brought the Xbox in. It's it's like Dr. Quirky's on Westmoreland Street. It's a fucking gaming parlour. Yeah. Uh, and they have a bit of a gym set up in another bedroom. My wife is isolating in her own room in the master bedroom. Um, oh, and then daddy had to set up his own little den downstairs. So I sleep in the sitting room beside the fire <laughs> with my own little single mattress. I took a single mattress down. And Jeez, I've got the a times quilt. are tough, Hector. I've got a little quilt by the fire, but it's fucking beautiful because I've got Netflix and fucking the darts and large <laughs> copious amounts of gin and tonic on my own. And I said, fuck it, I'm going to have another. I'm about three in the morning. I, I, then I started, I started binging on Netflix and drinking gin then till about three or four. In the <laughs> I haven't been awake at four in the morning in 20 years. <laughs> And I'm there going, oh, lovely Hendrix chin. Mm, Daddy needs Hendrix. Daddy's running the house. So I've watched the whole of Gamora season five. I've finished 10, 50 hours of Deadwood. I'm on the last season of Billions. (laughs) I'm after watching Gamora. I'm lying there on the 28th of December at three o'clock in the morning watching Chiro and fucking Gennaro. And Blue Blood is after getting the head battered off and Blue Blood with the one good eye. And I'm just lying down in my own little little daddy's den downstairs because they can't come down the stairs and it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that taste of our members only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We've turned the corner and the new solstice has arrived. We are in the, the new, new the new solstice has arrived. And we're solstice? in the, and we are wait, wait. Solstice. Tommy, please. Don't Sol- solstice is what we say Solstice. Solstice. Did you ever go the winter solstice? Yeah. It's the, not Solstice, they're the light bulbs you get in Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> It's solstice. It's solstice. The solstice. The solstice. We are You're now. Too many letters in. Uh, we are now facing. Let's say the hospital solstice. Hospital. Solstice. Solstice. We are now facing a new spring, and a new sense of. Yeah. Hollis Street. <laughs> Where was the baby born? Oh, the solstice. And we welcome baby M at nine pounds nine ounces. Born in Solis Street. I was wondering where you were going. I was like, is it some sort of a psychiatric hospital? Um, Hector, one minute nine every minutes. day. Nine minutes. One minute nine, every day. It's building no, one minute. There every are day. nine. Where did you go for the solstice? <laughs> I went to Hollister. <laughs> well, it was above at Newgrange for the solstice. Um, nine minutes of new sunlight and new day is awakening us here as we go forward. I don't think that's true, Hector. No, it's that, one minute every day. Yeah, nine that's, minutes a day would no, be a lot. Yeah, it's but I think minute. nine minutes sounds much He's better. He's stuck on the ninth of January. No, but if you're putting on the dinner at five o'clock on a dark, danky old January evening and nine minutes a day like past five. No, not nine minutes a day. It's not one minute every day. It's nine minutes per day for nine sevens right, and 63. Okay. 63 minutes of daylight awakens us in January as we forge through to the new spring. I, I don't think, okay. What? Yes. Okay, let's if just... it's a minute a day, should we be still asleep by May? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you raving I about? I felt as if I was a bear there lying in a so hang on, if it's a minute don't, a day, don't, let's not if it's a minute a day, it's, it's, it's half an hour a month. Yeah. So that means in five months, there'll be an extra two and a half hours yes. light. Yeah, but if it's... Which, not, oh, and there isn't, because there's more than two and a half hours. Exactly, it's not a minute a day, guys. So Maybe it's, it you, speeds up so as... You think it's what? You think it's, I think it's nine minutes a day. Nine we'll minutes a day is nine, se- nine, nine sevens. Seven sixty-three. That's an hour a week. Yes. That's four hours a month. It's not that possible. That's 40. Well, you've all got 24 hours. <laughs> that's right. By the time we get to May, there's no, we're it's living in fucking Iceland. There's 24 hours away. daylight. I was in a place called Dog. Oh, here no! we fucking go. Iceland. Here we fucking go. No, no, no fucking mind. Open you open you too. I'm going to, I haven't said it in a year and a half. You fucking sneering bastards. Open you the fucking mind. No, listen to me. I was in a place called Dawson City, which is way up in the Yukon. Next stop is Alaska. Yes. And at in the little motel saloon type place, there's no... Why has Deadwood gone off the fucking skybox? Dead, Deadwood. I've started Deadwood. watching it. Deadwood, Tommy. I've started watching it. <laughs> How many times did I say cunt in one episode? Stop. You, you got a droopy I cunt face. <laughs> Why did they say that? You got two kings on the day, but the reason you have a droopy cunt face is because I'm going to put my knife in you, you cunt. Why do it's... they like, is it just a, a programme about bad language? No. No, what it is, is the, um, a fellow wanted to write something about the way civilizations are formed. The way uh, you start off with just a collection of individuals who are in a place because they can make money out of it or it benefits them in some way. Yeah. And it's about how, from that, a civilization starts, a society starts. So he originally wanted to write it about uh, Rome or Greece, and yeah. the TV company said no. But we can do it if we write if you write it about a Western. So he said, okay, let me try it with a, a town that has no laws because the Confederacy hasn't reached there just yet. And let's over the course of a few series watch 
how a society is formed. Oh, so they've all bad language at the start? No. Well, and the bad language is, it, it's based around the gold rush. So it's, a town that, it's a town that's formed with the basis of money and gold. And everyone who comes into that town, yeah. they form a town. They have the first hardware store. They have the first church, the first school, the yeah. first pioneers. But they're all bad bastards. Yeah. And gold and money is at the centre. And, and, and whiskey and fucking language. Tramps. But seemingly back tramps. then when they... When He's mad for The tramps. language... I, just, I, would just, I, would, I, would, I would love to come in there. It's 14 days, 14 nights, maybe even in six weeks up in the hills with me dog just growing me beard and looking for gold and I find a lump and I come down I haven't seen anybody in about fucking 900 days and I go in and I go into the place and I fucking put the rock on the table yeah man gives me a fistful of dollars and I go up to the counter and I look up and there's a beautiful red haired tramp at the top of the stairs <laughs> What do you do? A randy red-headed tramp and stockings and suspenders. Stockings and suspenders and a bit of mascara and a glint in her eye. Ribbon in her hair. And she says, well, Tom, (laughs) you going to come up to see me? And I say, give us one minute. (laughs) 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 And and then I I just go over and I I get a little gold coin and I put it down on the pool table as a marker. (laughs) And then I go and have a few whiskeys and I go up to see this beautiful red-headed woman and she just gives me a good... She has to wash me first. It's a, what they do. It was a big old bowl, bowl yeah. of tin bats. You, you have a bat because you, you couldn't just be coming off the mountain and expecting yes. a woman to be in any way generous towards you. So she, Tom, you coming up here for a bat? I say, one fucking minute now, will I swallow this whiskey? <laughs> And I spent I spent four days and four nights drinking all day, having scrambled eggs in the fucking in the little, in this little shit hotel, and, and A B be coming in, day. and, and then be coming. I do appreciate your kind. And the dog is waiting for me the whole time, just outside the saloon. And then after about four days, I just head back up the mountain. That's it. I but that's Deadwood. That. Deadwood. That's is who men are, Larita. Ian yeah. McShane is one of the great. I mean, it's one of the great performances. If you love your yeah. westerns, you just have to get into Deadwood. No, I hate that. I and, the, and the rise of this town. And but the, it's gone off the skybox. I can't find oh, it. I wonder where she's gone. Probably bad language. You can probably only. Watch so if it you're thinking of Deadwood, I was above in Dawson City, right? Which yes. is it, it, it is de- it Dawson is Street. it is like going back in time. It's where the gold rush. I asked. I, I was watching Deadwood, and I said, I said to my beautiful red-headed wife, I said, "Who would you be?" In Deadwood. De- Deadwood. Thinking now, my wife, as you all know, is a very, very capable, strong-minded woman. And I said, who would you be in Deadwood? And I was hoping she'd say, I'd be the redhead at the top of the stairs waiting for you to give you an old scrub and a sea into and a sea into and fill you full of whiskey and love and send you back up the mountain. That's what I hoped she'd be saying. And? And she said, I'd be the sheriff. <laughs> That's what she said, I'd be the sheriff. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it quite funny, Rita? Yes. Uh, seven or eight weeks ago, I, I lauded and applauded Deadwood on this yeah. and there was no reaction. But now he's found Deadwood and he's fucking completely it's about because we need to be cowboys. It's who I really am. We are cowboys at heart and the sooner we get horses and just feck off for yeah. a few weeks. And the sin-eating, gold-looking... Who are loving Tramp of the Hills. Stop. I imagine coming out of a saloon lovely. and walking across a shit-filled street full of blackguards to win to another saloon. Show me the way to the nice whiskey bar. And dust everywhere. Oh, and just, just madness and baitings and lads yes, getting yeah. shovels across the head. You would last a West Week in it. We would. Fuck it, we'd be we, legends. We'd be, we'd be fucking legends. legends. We be, would have a fucking stake above in the mountain. The Kyogen brothers and Tiernan operate. It would be the Tiernans and the Hockagons. The Kyogen brothers. We would have a mastermind. Do we call it? They're big no. No, we put we put our two names together and we come up with a new word. What is it? Cheer and the Kyol. Yes. Cheer and the Kyol, the land of music. Yeah, boys. Because we'll, no. we'll be up there singing, digging for gold and singing. In a big country, dreams stay with you like a lover's voice across the mountainside. Stay alive. Woo! That's who we be. You'd be gone down. I never heard of the horses. Horses. I never felt this way without a reason. It's over now. Elorita, who would you be in Deadwood? Who would you be? Well, I've never seen it and I don't think I'd like to be living there. I think you'd be... I'd be be the whore at the top of the stairs. I don't think so. (laughs) I think you're too... You're too ambitious for that. Right. I think you'd... I think you'd... You could be the... The the saloon owner. Yes. What about the hardware store? You could open a hardware store selling pickaxes and shovels. And and nails. (laughs) Agricultural stores think barbed wire, shovels, so what pickaxes. What kind of shops have they got there? They, they, see, they started an empire. They, 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 started they, they wouldn't have a hospice. No. <laughs> they have hairdressers. 
Did they have a hairdresser? There was no, no hospice in Deadwood. You just no left. Need. You just left no, in the hill. There'd be no need for it. You could. What about the stables? You could look the local livery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could be getting the horses yeah. ready for off. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Deadwood's a fantastic. You could time. make your cowboy boots in eighteen sixty-three. Sometimes, if you're as the great Jim Morrison said. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are all you have when you're strange. When you're strange. So, uh, what's happening is that uh, there are people with personalities and habits and physiologies and psychologies who in generations gone by would have found a way of being in the world and that maybe now, like I must have told you about the time I picked up a fella hitchhiking who didn't live anywhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right, a beautiful man and he just spent his whole life travelling around and I just thought, he is someone that you don't meet every day. You know, and I, I remember writing about it one time and saying that he should be an option on the CAO form. Yes. That young fellas, instead of choosing fucking, I'm going to do uh, business management in Athlone or PE teaching in Limerick, saying, I'm going to travel the country by bus. There used to be people called sin eaters. And a sin eater was a tramp, basically, who wandered the roads. And when somebody died, a big meal would be prepared. And one of the family would go out and find one of these tramps and invite them into the house and put this big meal in front of them and they would eat it. And what the 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 psychology and the spirituality attached to the ritual was he was eating the sins of the dead person. That this yeah. man of the road would absorb mm-hmm. all the mistakes, all the bad habits, all the awful things, all the kind of missteps that the dead person had done in the form of a meal, he'd eat it, he'd take it on board. And away with him. And, and I think that's what I, sh- I should be. Become. <laughs> you should become a sin eater. A sin eater. I will just, when the kids are aired, myself and the wife will just go... Trapes around. Tramping. In an owl paddy van. Sorry, you're, br- you're, you're van. not giving her an option. She's to go with you. She, she, I, I imagine she will struggle at first with the idea and yes. with the discomfort. And, you're, and, you're going to and walk a Volkswagen or, caddy. No, we'll walk. Oh, yeah. you'll walk, walk. barefoot. <laughs> Not barefoot. Just around the barn area? No, or? the country. So they say someone in Tullamore dies. The Sin Eater's coming and his wife. The Sin Eater. The, here, 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 here's the Sin Eater. Would you, he's in Banner. I saw him in Banner two days ago. Would he, you have to he, go? He, he'll be here tomorrow morning. He was over at Jamie Moriarty in Shannon Bridge on last Tuesday week on two sunsets. <laughs> What would the you have to go around checking the death notices? No, no people be, will find them. People will find you I and they would say, like uh, my brother John... Would you have a card? My brother John is after dying. Uh, <laughs> would, you? Would, you, would, you, would you come to the house for a bit of food? You would never say it straight out. But when you go in, would you come into the house for a bit of food and you say, I will, I'll be there this evening. And you'd go in and you'd be dressed like a man of the roads with your big long coat yeah. and your scruffy old beard and you'd, be, yeah. you'd look wild. And you'd go in and the family would welcome you in and the dead man would be lying there and the coffin on the table or the chairs and there'd be a big plate of food a and no one and no one else would be having cold meat salad everything how would you chicken, manage there'd be turkeys there'd be parsnips would you have a little nip of whiskey salt would you, would you wash yeah. it down with a nip of whiskey absolutely sin, sin eater. and then you'd, you'd you'd eat the sins yeah and the family be, would know that they had done the best they'd be happy then to let the dead person go yeah would you ask for any information on the man himself or would you would you just absorb no, it would you just no. sit there you don't get involved it's not you just eat the food now you don't interact with the man at all or the woman that's in the coffin no you just eat would you sins. say a prayer Sinita no but, no by the the, the, the fact <laughs> respect is I thought you were calling him Sinita from Carnation Street <laughs> Sinita Sinita <laughs> Nobody would refer to him as they would never know his name. They wouldn't know his name was Porrick Balf. No. And your personal history is irrelevant. He's yes. called the Sin Eater. And you wouldn't talk to anyone either in the house. Ah no, you would hello, how are you? No, it'd be better if you just were mysterious, I think. And then you would it's make your, your business, Larissa, if yeah, I, I talk think... to people or not. <laughs> Would but you make your way, Tommy? Oh, sorry, Sinita, would you make your way then when it's done, would you excuse yourself and say, I'll be off so? No, you wouldn't. You just, you'd just you finish the meal. You'd sit there. 
people would thank you, you'd say, no problem. And they might offer you a bed in the shed or in the hay barn. <laughs> That's lovely. And do you do any praying or anything? Not at all. Sin would you the take... Act, the would act you, of you eating the food is, is the, prayer. the prayer. Can I ask a question, Sin Eater? Would, would, you, take a little, would you take a little donation to the Sin Eaters Society of Ireland? Society. Do, do, would you take a donation for the long, hard road? You never carry cash, but I would have one of those white things you can tap on. <laughs> <laughs> would you have... Sin Eater, would you take... Uh, would you take... If somebody said to you, now there's a, a lovely wool coat that this Belonging man... to the man, yeah. And, and there's a farm or a pair overcoat. of boots. Absolutely. A pair of boots. Absolutely. You, and you would be dressed in the clothes of the dead. Meanwhile. Right. Mean, so so any time you see a Sin Eater and he's wearing uh, a, a nice coat, you know that that came, from, at the last that test. came from a dead man. And Sin Eater's wife, while well, Sin Eater goes in and does that, she goes into the kitchen to have a glass of cava. <laughs> she, 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 she goes in and she she goes, be, can she, I have a shower? <laughs> she'd, be up, she'd be upstairs stealing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten no. the food and she'd be fucking rifling through jewellery boxes. all the rings. <laughs> no, she'd be there. She'd be in the, the triton. Sin here, sin here. We have to go now. We're all done here in this house. <laughs> The blessing of Gandhi. The blessing of Gandhi. Bring the sin eater. Bring the sin eater. We're going to run the bar. And then the wife says to me, Can I use your toilet for a second? And meanwhile, <laughs> passports, <laughs> credit union bars, <laughs> toothbrushes, soap, anything. The blessing of Gandhi. You now we have to go to the sin eater. And your lovely woman. The sin eater wife. And she a lovely woman. I'm very sorry for your She's troubles. Very... What did she do? And she... she's walking around with the fucking the clinking of the new jewelry in her fucking <laughs> goblets of jewelry. How do we do there? And then we all said, Thank you so much, thank you so much, thank you so much. Right, and, and, through and, the and then an hour later, the wife goes up to the bedroom. <laughs> Frank! That fucking bitch! Frank! Come on! And you'd never be able to get them because you wouldn't know their names. The Candlesticks and the whole lot in the pockets. Oh, yeah, That'll be interesting now. Let's go, can I go back to that question though? The, oh, yeah, soul. the soul. Why do people say it's good for the soul? It's good for the soul. What's good for the soul? Well, so I was talking to somebody. Uh, and they said to me that their they felt as if their soul was like a garden, and you have to pay attention to it and you mind it, and you have to do things that cultivate um, the garden. So whatever that is for each individual. But then I wanted to ask you: Does the country have a soul? So you're talking so you you're, you're talking about places there that you know there's a fairy tree here and there's a fairy fort there, and you kind of you pay respect to it. So does the country does does this mm. island have a soul? Do. I think we do. And how might we protect the are soul? Are we minded it enough of Ireland? I think we. I think. I think that's why. And we go back again to communities and and parishes and places like that. That there is a responsibility on each place to have their to look after their own soul because I don't think there's one central soul for the whole of Ireland. Is so there? I, well, you, you, I, well, I wonder because you know when the. Um, the, uh, when the first people when nature. the first people arrived in Ireland so the folk tale of this is that Alverglin um, Glungial was part of this tribe that came and he was the first man to set foot in Ireland and he was a poet and he called Ireland into being uh, before he landed and they went up and they were travelling from they travelled from Kenmare up as far as Navan or Ishnach perhaps uh-huh. but up, up into the Midlands and uh, they met three goddesses Bonva, Fola and Eru. And the first goddess, Bonva, said, I'm, my name is Bonva, this is my country, name it after me. So this was the first act of naming a country. Then they met Fola. Mm-hmm. And Fola said, I am the goddess of this country, named after me. And then they met Eru. And she said, and I'm the goddess of this country, named after me. And from Eru we got? Era. Era. So that's how Ireland okay. got its name of Era. So that would suggest that they that Ireland has the soul of a triple goddess. According to old folklore, Ireland is a is has the soul of three women. So I'm just I'm just curious about that, and because we hear very little in public life about how to encourage, how to protect, yes. or how mm-hmm. to stay in touch with the soul of the country. Yeah. We're all here about business, we're all here about jobs, we hear about motorways, we hear about fucking vaccines, we hear about sport, we hear about children, we hear about old people, mm-hmm. we hear about celebrities. But And we hear about the decline of the church. And the decline of the church has nothing to do with the soul of Ireland. The soul of Ireland was in existence long before the church ever arrived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just worth thinking about. What can we do yeah. as a country, as, in, as individuals, to protect our own souls? And as a country, to protect and encourage the soul of Ireland. 
That's off most this week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Profound, <laughs> profound, <laughs> profound. Next week on Donnacko Doolings, Highways and Byways Ramblings. and Religious Trails. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed the Jesus show. Christ. Good luck. <laughs> Hello, it's Tommy here. One more thing. We wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members-only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad-free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. Now, I want to let you in on a little secret, Yosef. Yes? I have travelled to many, many countries where I have taken bats in many mountains. I like having a bat. And now, now, I am back home. I am back home in Ireland. Oh, this is heaven. Oh, my word. (laughs) I'm going to stay in here for the night. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Come up here, little Sagosha. Oh, my word. Oh, this is... (laughs) Tommy, your bat is Mary and Joseph. Oh, thanks be to God for hot water. Oh, that is... Thanks be to God. Ishkete, Ishkebra, Ishkensil, Gurumil Magata, Ayia. This is just perfect. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm getting one of these for my house. Oh, Chini Mac. A Yosef, is it? <laughs> and just finally on this, I know Yosef, and it's, this is mind, body, wellness. We have completely detoxed from the world. This has been an amazing thing. But in Ireland, there's only one thing that we have never, ever found the medicine or the cure for. And I believe now we have found the cure because Larita travelled from Dublin today with a grand old-fashioned hangover. Over to you, Larita. How are you feeling? Yes, the hangover is entirely gone now. <laughs> wow. So it, it definitely okay. works for hangover. Out to, out to Notre with you for a hangover. Sorted, <laughs> sorted. We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. 